Major Garrett, we just kind of call him the man. He is CBS's chief Washington correspondent. His book is The Big Truth and the Takeout Podcast. He created, and it airs here on WTMJ. Major, happy Tuesday. Thanks for being with us. Great to be with you, John. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Better that you're here, because I wanted to ask you a couple questions about the debt ceiling. I know there's a sense of urgency. I know we're marching towards the deadline. I also know that self-preservation is the only thing these guys really care about, and they don't want to be blamed for anything. This mm-hmm. gets done at the end of the day, doesn't it, Major? They all, they just want to get reelected. They don't want to be blamed for anything. They don't want to be blamed for anything, and they certainly. I would say that there is agreement among most people in Washington. There are some in the Freedom Caucus, some of the very Trump-inspired hardliners in the House Republican Conference, who I think would not be upset if we actually defaulted and, in former President Trump's memorable words, see what happens. When the former president said at the CNN town hall, you know, it could be psychological, the effects of a default. I think there are some House Republicans who believe that to be true. I don't believe it to be true. No one in the markets in New York or global markets believe that to be true. The Treasury Secretary doesn't believe it. No previous Treasury Secretary, Republican or Democrat, believes it. But I think there's a small minority of House Republicans who do. And the simple truth is this is going to get resolved when the White House understands that the only thing that they get out of this is an increase in the debt ceiling. They're going to have to give other things. And I don't think they've quite figured that out. And more importantly, John, I don't think they've communicated that to House and Senate Democrats who they're going to need to vote for this bitter pill they're about to have to swallow. I mean, I know that Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene and the Freedom Caucus, everything you just said is so valid, Major. But at the end of the day, if markets were to crash, if unemployment were to get out of control, if things were really ugly and there were 10 of them that allowed that to happen and basically caused it to happen, wouldn't there be repercussions potentially even for them? There would be, and I do believe that that is the political reality that will sink into most, but not all of them. Uh, I would say that they would find, in the case of the me- those members you just mentioned, Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and possibly some others, they would find some way out of it or some way to blame shift or point to something else or say that they were doing something that was of a higher priority. And they would feel probably in their districts they could get by with it. I just think, and I think you would agree with me on this, we've reached a stage of American politics where that conversation is even imaginable. Well, let's see what happens. No, let's not see what happens. Because I do think in this regard, and there are a lot of false crises in Washington. I don't def- I don't believe default is or ever will be a false crisis. It's a real quiet crisis with global implications and historic implications for the full faith and credit of the United States, which has a lot to do with not just our contemporary economic stability, but our long-term economic stability. Major Garrett, switching a little bit into mm-hmm. the presidential world, uh, sure. how do you see the presidential race shaping up seems like DeSantis well, is about to launch. Yes, I, I think it would be uh, fair to describe it as a soft launch uh, in a odd place. So tomorrow, CBS News has confirmed, uh, following reports of other uh, news organizations, that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis will, with Elon Musk and some other tech executive, announce on Twitter spaces tomorrow that he's going to run for president. 
There'll be a much more formal announcement in Dunedin, Florida, his hometown, a few days thereafter, and then a travel through Iowa, New Hampshire, possibly South Carolina, to sort of underscore all this. One of the worst-kept secrets in American politics will now be out in the open. Ron DeSantis is running for the Republican nomination. What this means is he and Trump are going to have to start going after each other, hammer and tongs. Which brings us to another thing that happened this week. Tim Scott, Republican senator from South Carolina, only African-American Republican in the Senate, uh, announced he's running for president. And why does that matter with regard to DeSantis and Trump? Because Tim Scott's theory of the case is those two, DeSantis and Trump, will go at each other so aggressively, so negatively, that there will be space for an optimistic Trump-influenced, but not fully Trumpian Republican, and that could be Tim Scott. Uh, boy, it's just so interesting to think about this major and how this all plays out. And Donald Trump continues to have legal woes and a lot of stuff mm-hmm. kind of in the background, threatening and mm-hmm. hovering. Will this come to the forefront sooner rather than later? Do you believe his legal issues? There are, there are indications that the special counsel here in Washington, D.C., Jack Smith, is moving not only aggressively, but with purpose toward indictments this summer. And there was a very important development reported in The Guardian and the New York Times newspapers this week where some 50 pages of handwritten notes, not from a Trump hater, but from the president's own attorney in the classified documents matter, Evan Corcoran, detailing, according to those who are familiar with them and with the special counsel's investigation, efforts by the former president to resist a subpoena, even when his attorney was telling him, you must comply. And that could go to intent about what Trump's knowledge was, about whether or not this was legal or permissible, the handling of classified documents, and if he was, through his actions and through his motives, obstructing that legal process. That development looms very large in where the uh, special counsel is going in the classified documents matter, and it doesn't sound like it's... uh, very good news for the former president. So, Major, you had uh, Representative Nancy Mace. You interviewed her for the Takeout mm-hmm. podcast. Some say she's a rising star. She's from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Where did you go to eat somewhere? No, we were in her own office on the what? seventh floor of the Longworth House office building. Yes. Sometimes we do this, John, because members have very tight schedules, and they're like, if I have to get off the hill, that's almost two hours of travel. And all. Can, you, can you just come to the office? We will sometimes accommodate that to get the interview. Did you bring lunch? Last week. We did not bring lunch. She had nothing. I had a cup of coffee, and that's how we roll. Uh, I got to ask you this, too. We're in the heart of baseball season, and I saw yeah. an incredible and scary picture <laughs> six hours ago. What Describe to everybody what your socks look like that you're wearing today. These are road San Diego Padres socks with the Padres logo uh, and the Padres lettering and bats and baseballs, and I have a Nice 1970s Padre coffee mug in my office. I also have a WTMJ coffee mug in my yes. office, if anyone's curious. Uh, plus uh, a pennant of uh, Padre logos current and past. And I was just uh, urging the uh, underperforming Stinkola Padres to snap out of it. Is this Play like the $268 million payroll team that they are yeah. instead of the $42 million team that they've resembled for the past two weeks. <laughs> Major, is there a special name for the shade of brown and yellow that the Padres wear? So uh, <laughs> it is officially known as Mission Gold and Padre Brown. <laughs> okay. All right. Mission Gold. I never heard that before. Yes. yes. 
Yes. He's the biggest Padres fan, and he's also the creator of the Takeout podcast. His book is The Big Truth, CBS's Chief Washington Correspondent, Major Garrett. Always good to have you. Thank you, Major. Thanks. Talk to you next week. It is 356 at WTMJ. Business headlines up next.